is my Friday podcast and today I'm going to be talking about what is implicit memory, which I call I am, and why you want to listen to this podcast. Implicit memory was discovered in 1980 and you really want to know what it is, how it affects you, and why, most importantly, why it is so important to understand it and what is happening in your life. Because there's nothing worse than being confused, not being able to understand what is happening in your life, what you're feeling, what is creating your reality, your health, your wealth, your happiness, and everything about you. So this is Missy Gifford once again. Welcome to my live podcast on Friday. We're going to be going over implicit memory and how unprocessed energy affects everything about you. Implicit memory is trauma and trauma can be anything, any time that your emotional needs were not met. That is what we call trauma. The brain can't process it. So without going into all the science, basically what happens is you go through something traumatic anytime your emotional needs were not met. Now this can be the simplest thing as a gesture, a look, neglect, not getting your personal emotional needs met and a lot of people I ask this question to and they don't even know the answer. What emotional needs are you desiring in this life? What is it that you want to experience emotionally? So let me go back. If you'd like to make a comment, please do in the comment session. I'd be glad to answer anything that you have. Thank you for watching. And let's talk more about implicit memory and everything that we learn about it. When you go through trauma, what trauma means is that it's undigested live energy or live feeling, if that's easier for you to understand. So what I mean by live is when you went through the scene, let's just give something simple. Say you went down to your spouse and you were feeling hurt inside and you expressed it, but instead of getting empathy and comfort, you got a solution. A solution isn't what you're seeking. What you're seeking is empathy about how you feel because some sort of implicit memory has come up and it wants to be processed out. So you didn't get your emotional needs met. Now, let's not judge and, you know, do anything like that, divorce our spouse or take any drastic moves because like I said, it was only in 1980 that this was discovered. And now Fortune 500 companies are actually talking about what I'm about to share with you. So if Fortune 500 companies are talking about it. Why isn't it all over the internet? Isn't that crazy? It should be because this is extremely, I tell you, extremely important, extremely. And I do believe it is our evolution. So when you go through these things in life that aren't processed, so it's like, I hate to use this analogy, but it's probably the best one. It's like unprocessed food like toxins you take in and your body can't process them. 
So they wind up staying where? In your colon area. So it's sitting in there, right? So some of these traumatic memories we have, well, a lot of them, may come from early, early childhood. So that feeling of that trauma, like when you were going through it, when you were in fight or flight, and you were feeling object terror or pain, some sort of pain and suffering, the brain couldn't process it. Because when you go to sleep at night, long story short, is you go to sleep at night and the brain processes everything. It goes across through the amygdala and into a file. On an average day, you probably won't even remember it, you know, 30 years from now. But it just files, day at home, da 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 da. But when you go through something traumatic, it goes into the amygdala and it can't process it. There isn't a file for emotional trauma for us because we weren't designed for it. We were designed to be able to express our emotions and how we feel. But if you grew up in my era, era, we only had about two emotions and it was fear. Well, no, actually it wasn't fear. We were weak if we expressed fear. I believe it was uh, the only thing we were allowed to express was happiness. And now we realize we have a whole range of emotions, a whole range. And it's what we want because we want to be able to feel peace, love, joy, happiness, abundance, prosperity, and well-being because these are part of our guts, what we're made of. So it's why we yearn for these things so, so much. So I want you to imagine now that the chemicals in your brain are what allow you, well, not imagine, I want you to know if you don't already, that it's the chemicals in your brain that allow you to feel. So if the chemicals aren't spitting out in your brain, no matter how much fun things you do, you're not going to be able to feel that fun feeling anymore. And you used to feel it, and so you go back to do these things that once brought you happiness and made you feel amazing, and now it's not working anymore. What's, why? Why, why is this happening? Why am I losing interest in the things I used to love? Why? Why? It's the confusion of not understanding why. Because see, these things are going on inside of you. They're not going on necessarily outside of you just yet. It's still a feeling. We'll talk more about what happens over time when those stuck unprocessed feelings take form outside of you. So when we look at our brain, see it as like it's balanced. You have positive and you have negative. Now, if we treat it like a seesaw so that I can give you some sort of an example of what I'm talking about, if the unprocessed negative pain and suffering becomes too much, what happens is it's like a seesaw. It starts to tilt and it makes it harder and harder for you to feel the feel-good chemicals because the others are starting to take over. A lot of people live their life where that seesaw is about halfway. Some people it's just a little bit tilted. 
But either way, they have words for all of this I'm talking about. And it's a tilt in the chemicals in your brain. And they're unable to give you those, you know, endorphin feelings, that euphoric feeling, all those feelings that we like and you don't understand why. Because we don't feel something until it reaches the 96th percentile. Meaning it's been going on in there for a long time. That's why trauma from growing up can hit you when you're 50. We don't hit it, feel it until it reaches the 90 percentile. And what does that mean? That means it's taken on a shape and form in the way of feeling. So you just don't feel good. You just, you, you lose your drive, you, um, you're not inspired anymore. Getting out of bed can be just, uh, uh, just picking up your phone to return a message can be too heavy. Uh, going outside, just doing anything. So I'll go back to my analogy of the seesaw. So as that seesaw becomes imbalanced, you have too much unprocessed pain and suffering, trauma, whatever word you want to give it. So now imagine with my analogy that if you had, if all this trauma was like eating toxic food that your body can't recognize, so it can't digest it. That's what happens when you take in poisons. Your body doesn't recognize it, the chemical compound of it, and it stores in the body. So imagine this now, you've gone through trauma most of your life, maybe most of it was when you're younger, maybe you're still going through it. Um, it doesn't, even if you have a great life now and all that stuff is in there, you should know that your senses will trigger it. So sight, sound, smell, what you see, stuff like that triggers that undigested toxin inside of you. Imagine how that feels if you've got all this toxic waste in your colon, all right? So all your energy in your body is stuck in fight or flight and trying to protect you because it doesn't know what to do with all this. But we now know what to do. That is, I want you to know that, making you aware of this and letting you know that we now know what to do is what is so amazing. But we all have some sort of pain and suffering, trauma that did not get processed. So we're all carrying this toxicity in our brains. And because it didn't get processed, you know, if you've ever edited a video or, you know, it's, it's one scene that is stuck. There's one scene. When that trauma happened, when that pain happened, when you went into fight or flight, when, when it happened, it left an imprint in your brain and that photo or that movie is still playing in there. It's still going on. And of course, maybe you feel it when you're younger, but as you get older, you become distracted by all the things outside of you. you 
you get married, you have children, you have this, you have stress, you have all of that. So you're really not focused on what's going on inside of you. You're focused on what's going on outside of you. And that's how we're programmed to create and build outside of ourselves. But when our energy is outside, it's not paying attention to the inside. The inside energy that I'm talking about is 90% of you. The outside of us is just 10%. So I guess you can see why it has to get up in that 90 percentile before we start to feel it. And when we start to feel it, it's because it's already taken on a form. And there's a million names that they've given these forms to. All right. But when we bring it all back down to the root cause, the root core of why, why is this happening? So this is what is so important because we all yearn to experience, you know, health, wealth, and happiness. And you see a lot of people out there that this might be happening to. And you're thinking, why not me? I've tried all the things that they do, but it's not working for me. You can try and use your ego and your will to force, to go against everything that is going on in your brain and force yourself, maybe by using stimulants, whatever, and force creation. And you may be successful. You may be, but what happens at the end when what you pushed so hard for and gave up everything for, because it's the only thing you had the energy for, and it was a great distraction, and you tell yourself you were built for this, it's my purpose, I'm going to make it happen, and you use every ounce of your will power. Your will has a power to it. You use every bit of energy you have thinking you are doing the right thing. And then once it takes shape and form, you've built the empire, you've done whatever. When, but there's something missing. Where's that feeling? That feeling of look at what I did, the satisfaction, the happiness, the the uh, grandeur, it's just, it's not there. Now that it's done, you're feeling all that yuck again. I hope that makes sense to you. Because I see it happen a lot of times. We hear about it all the time. People on their deathbed going, I never, you know, they may have built, you know, made a million dollars or done whatever, built empires, but they never, they never did anything for them. They never got to feel the presence of their enriched guts of who they truly are. They were so busy using that pain to push them harder and harder. And some people do amazing things that have gone through a lot of pain and suffering. But once they, they reach that pinnacle, they realize this is not what I wanted. They were using their pain. The ego was to push forward. But we are now in a time of evolving from that type of living, from living from fight or flight, survival, uh, survival of the fittest, 
all that stuff. We were all in fight or flight. Not all. There's a small percentage that are different. Have different reasons that I'm not talking about. I'm talking about this. And then they realized that's not what they wanted. They still didn't reach what they wanted. We all come here with a purpose and we all come here to fulfill that purpose. And we have things that happen for a greater reason. But I'll tell you what, that's the last thing you want to hear when you're going through it. But when you get on the other side of this I'm talking about, when you actually work on what's inside of you, then when you get to that pinnacle, you have become what life is all about. When we work through our implicit memory, our pain and suffering, it's like every time you work through it, a piece of you that isn't you breaks off and the you shows through. I'm very passionate about this because not only is it my purpose here to share this greater, greater knowledge, but it's also my passion because not only did I I didn't pick up a textbook and, well, I did pick up textbooks and I did go to school and I did do that, but only because I went through it. I went through what I'm speaking of and I'll tell you what it was, not once, but three times. And I wanted to know why. You know, when you don't feel really good, people tell you, oh, you need to drink more water. I already do that. I am the queen of preaching these things for 30 years. I have preached the importance of water because your body is made of energy and water is the biggest conduit of energy. So drink up, drink up good, clean water. Already do that. Every single day I drink a gallon of water, have for so many years, I can't remember. I also don't eat, take in additives, preservatives, or chemicals that I can control. Meaning there's certain chemicals I can't control that are in the air, the environment, or whatever but I can control what I eat and I can control what I drink and I can control the cleaning products I use that are full of chemicals. I can control certain things. Well, I already do all that. So that's not causing the problem. I already work out every day. I'm an ex-professional bodybuilder. So I do know the importance of working out every day and the endorphins it's supposed to release in your brain and make you feel better. Well, what happens when you do all those things, but then you find yourself in suicide? And every, oh, and wait, I meditate every day too. So you don't know how many doctors I went to that told me I needed to eat better, drink more water, meditate and exercise. I, I don't think they quite heard me when I said what I did for a living back then, but that's not here or there anymore. So I talked about how you can force creation, but at the end of the line, the pinnacle, we've had so many people tell us that that wasn't it. So what is it is what I told you is working on your pain and suffering to become the authentic you because there's nothing greater. I wish I could infuse it in you right now so you would understand why my entire life has been about feeling good because I was sick right out of the gate most of my life. So, you know, why did I start drinking a gallon of water? 
Well, I've worked with so many geniuses and experts that really only had our well-being in mind. And I was gifted in the ability to meet so many of these doctors, healers, gurus. And, you know, I took a little piece of all of them. They, they taught me the things that were missing, how important drinking a gallon of water was. You know, um, I learned about additives and preservatives on my own because I was allergic to the air when I was young. That's what they said. And they were going to put me in a bubble, which back then they put kids in bubbles. And that's when my journey on, you know, holistic medicine and stuff began. But, um, you know, I'm in my late 50s and that was when I was a teenager. So, you know, back then it was witchcraft. So anyway, I learned how additives and preservatives affected me. And then becoming a professional bodybuilder, I really learned how a teaspoon of oil affected the body because I could see the fluid on my hips. And so I learned because I'm very intuitive and I feel inside, which is a double-edged sword, um, and I could feel how the fat, if I ate processed sugar, um, it would give me a headache. If I ate red meat that wasn't organic, I would get a migraine. And I can go over all that in another podcast if you'd like. But right now, I'm just telling you the journey I went on to try and understand what was going on with me. I went through a ton of trauma when I was a child. My entire childhood was trauma. And so, the seesaw. Let's go back to the seesaw. So, I thought I had it all figured out. For 10 years, I taught meditation. I released all these energies that I felt, um, guilt, shame, remorse. And I, I, thought I, I thought I did it. I mean, I went all the way to the core in meditation. I used to meditate eight to 10 hours a day. And I thought that was it. I really did. I thought that was it. That was, that was it. No, that's a piece. A piece of being able to connect with the greater patterns of life, to connect, to understand of fractals and and higher world knowledge and, and all this stuff. That's what meditation does. And it does allow us to release what we are feeling in the moment. But what it is, does not do is change the physical matter from the dimension you are in right here and right now. And what I am so excited about, because I spent 10 years knowing that we can change physical matter, but how do we do it? I thought meditation would do it, right? No, there's more to it and it makes sense to me now when you when you realize that we're a frequency. You know, probably the best way I can describe frequency is if you walk into an intensive care unit, you feel it. You don't you feel that energy? And then walk into a very dark, very dooming, way out in the woods tavern. You really feel that energy too. And then look into a newborn baby's eyes. You feel that energy too, that frequency. It's like a, it's like a radio station. Uh, it's like the, the song you're listening to. So how do you change your station, right? How do you change your frequency? I thought I did it in meditation at one level. Yes, I did. I connected to my higher self and but how do you change your matter here? How do you fulfill your destiny? 
because you are programmed to climb in life. You're programmed like a magnet to reach these things I'm speaking of. And I am so excited. If you could see through my eyes, feel through my heart, and understand what's going on in my core from the journey I have been on, all the pain and suffering I've gone through that brought me here today to tell you that if you want to be free, truly free, and not the egoic free, which is energy going outside of you. I'm talking about free inside of you, which is who we are. To be able to feel the feelings, these infinite feelings of whom we are, our enriched guts, which are the best words I can give them, are the true feelings of peace, love, joy, happiness, abundance, prosperity, and well-being. You are all of these things. You are a massive creator. So, you know, there's lots of books, you know, when you ask, you receive, da, da, da. so where is it? So where is it? Where's all this stuff you've been asking for that'll, that are for the greater good? Because to truly be happy in this life, we need to serve something greater than ourselves. And maybe you're doing that, but you're not getting the feeling. It's not working. What's happening? What is going on? I am. I am. Implicit memory. Let me say it again. Implicit memory. This is a crazy thought that took me three suicide runs to actually get. So... I broke my neck, um, anyway, tried to kill myself and um, angels are real or whatever you want to call it or I would not be here. So the unseen was there, shall we say. Anyway, chemicals before creation. Think about that. Chemicals before creation. You have to have the chemicals in your brain for the creation to even appear. No chemicals, no creation. See, I thought, going back really quick, um, was I thought it was the medication, first of all, that was making me suicidal, and once I got off all the medication, it just got worse. Uh, so once I got balanced out the first time, I started my business back up. I've been a health and fitness guru, been on TV, wrote books, radio, you name it, built a million dollar business and created something that has never been done before, nor has it ever been repeated since what I created. So I would start it back up because it helped people so much. It did so much, I mean, so much for people. And so I'd start it back up, just working out in my garage or whatever. And it would start picking up and I would start feeling so amazing. See, what I would do is I'd take the medication and um, I took it for six months the first time. And then I was off all the meds. I felt great. So um, I got off. And, you know, the first month, I know this scenario. This is my personal journey. The first month was withdrawals, 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 or, you know, um, and then the second month, I felt amazing. 
It was like all those chemicals in my brain just were squirting out. And I was just, all of a sudden, I had this huge business. I mean, everybody was just coming and it was just flowing and I was so happy. And I mean, I was happy. I was a stack. And then comes the third month. And slowly but surely, I'm watching outside of me now. I don't know anything about I am. Slowly but surely, people started just leaving. It just leaving. And I thought it was them leaving that was making me feel the way I was. Until there was nobody. I went from a full-fledged business, lucrative, helping so many people, even out of my garage, to zero. And when I reached zero, I was suicidal again. Still hadn't figured it out yet. I thought I need to get to work. I need to do this. As that third month was rolling along, there was a lot of things happening as people were dropping off. I was starting to get anxiety I, and all kinds of things were happening. I, was, I couldn't sleep and I need to get more clients and da 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 So the clients are gone. I'm suicidal. Okay. Now we go, to, I figure out this time I need to find a psychiatrist, go to a psychiatrist um, twice a week. And I started learning amazing things about trauma. What had happened to me was basically the next surgery was too much for me. Too much trauma in my brain. All those scenes in my brain from growing up, life, you know, all of that, I just got stuck in it. So imagine you have all that unprocessed trauma, pain, suffering, fight or flight. So imagine it as being like toxic, stuff in your bowel tract and all of a sudden it's just too much your entire bowel tract is full at least the upper part the lower part is fine but you're stuck in the small intestines right now and it's toxic it's all this food that's been in there since birth practically and all this food this, can you imagine i mean your body's you know what 98 degrees it would just be, oh, probably just some green looking, whatever. You're stuck in it. That's what it's like to be stuck only in your I am, your implicit memory. You're stuck in this tube, in the smaller intestines. I'm just using this analogy. And, and you're just stuck in this shit, this crap. And you can't see the other parts of you because you're stuck in it. And there's only one way out. And we all know what that way is. Suicide. I mean, come on. It's toxic. It's awful. It's like being in the sewage and you don't know that there's anything above it. You can't see. You can't see it. You can't. Everything in life just flips. So then I went on the medication again. This time I was told to take it for a year to change the brain. So I did, I balanced out. I actually went and took another job, just got completely away from what I am here to do. Year came, got off of it, took about a month and a half, felt amazing. And here comes my business again. I quit that other job, I couldn't stand it. And 
did what I was meant to do. And it flourished. Oh my goodness. Again, flourished, flourished, flourished. And then about the third month, fourth month down the line, guess what happened? Everybody just disappeared. And this time I went back into the same fears, the same what's happening, what am I not doing right? You know, why is everybody leaving? Blah, blah, blah. By the time they were all gone, suicide again. Sounds so simple now that I say it outside of myself. Back on the medication. And it happened again. Many years later, here I am. After I have learned from some of the greatest. On what was happening and how to release it. You see, it wasn't them leaving the outside of me that was causing what I was feeling inside of me. Because this is the kicker, you guys. Your implicit memory is creating your reality. So if I'm stuck in the trauma of implicit memory, what do you think it's going to create outside of me? So it wasn't them leaving that was causing me to feel what I was feeling. It was what was already happening inside of me that was creating outside of me. I know that's really deep, so let that wrap around your head just a little bit. I've talked longer than I wanted to about the subject that I wanted to. Um, I guess in winding this up, hopefully I've given you information about trauma and how it's infecting us and how it is bile and how over time you just give up. A lot of people live in their trauma. They live in fear or they live in their logical mind and both places are awful to be. Logical mind, you just, you're in fight or flight, you've numbed it out, you don't even feel it anymore. And if you live in fear um, or if you live in, uh, you either live from your emotions or you live from your logical mind. Either way is not fun. It's based on fear and survival. So we can get to thrival, but it's not about what we create outside of ourselves. It's about taking care of the things that are inside of us that we don't feel until they take form, 96 percentile, before you feel it. And if you don't sit down with a licensed practitioner that has lots of experience in this area, which is what Aroma Freedom Clinic is all about and it's why I'm so passionate about it. And it's why I don't do what I used to do with people, which was health and fitness, because there was also implicit memory involved there. And I talk about that on my weight loss podcast, why you can't hold your goals. The important thing to know is implicit memory is ruling your life but we can change it and it's simple. And I'll tell you what, one session and you feel that presence inside of you. Until we pay attention to what is most important and that is our purpose in life, why we are here, we will always suffer, we will always struggle and it just gets worse over time. But I am here to tell you, just because this is new, what I'm speaking of, your Fortune 500 companies are doing it. 
So how new is it? Or is it just being kept from you? I don't know. All I know is if you're listening to this podcast, aromafreedomclinic.com is the way to clear the way. And then creation can move through you, to you, and for you. That's really how it's done and what it's all about. And I could send you a reel of people with testimonials, testimonials stating, oh my gosh, I just woke up the next morning after the session and I'm the happiest I've ever been for no reason at all. You're enriched guts, who you truly are. If you're beating your head against a wall, thinking that what you create is going to make you feel a certain way, change that thinking and realize that you need to pay attention to inside of you. If you ask for it and it doesn't show up immediately, there is I am in the way. Your frequency must attune and align to that which is real and true for you to truly live the life I am speaking of. Just knowing whom you are at higher thought, it's great, but that's not what you came for. That's who you are as a soul, but you didn't come here to be a soul. You came here to express and feel your soul through human emotions. So if we're sick inside, we can't feel those. And everybody has it. We all do. Just being human is traumatic when you wake up and don't know where you are. So my time is running up and I have to go. I do hope I have helped you understand what implicit memory is, why I'm so passionate about it. Feel free to call me anytime you'd like to set up a session, go through it. I always guarantee my sessions, meaning, you know, put a group together, get a group of your friends together. It, you know, it's, it's so important that you hear my message. I will go to my deathbed with this message because I came wired knowing that we can transform matter and transform to what really matters, which is the heart. And we've gone all different types of ways on trying to reach that. And look at our world. It's everything that's bad is just, it's always been there. It's just gotten bigger, pushing on you more. And the pandemic, I gotta tell you, that's the straw that'll break everybody's back. We have to pay attention to what we really are and how to truly heal. You are the most important thing in this world. You are a gift from creation and there's nothing greater than feeling the presence of whom you are move through you, to you, and for you. And it just happens. It just happens. And you know with certainty what you're doing is correct. You're not fooling yourself. You know. Because what I speak of can't be described. You have to feel it. And you also have to feel the other to heal it and let these old dying pieces that we are not die off so that your beautiful light can shine through and you can do your part 
of why we're all here to create magnificence. So this is Missy with Biohack, what's holding you back. You can go to my podcast anytime. It's on SoundCloud and just about really every platform. I also have a YouTube channel. I have some amazing practitioners that I have handpicked that work with me. It's a beautiful journey when you get on this side. The other side is very scary. And for those of you that are living in it and it's been your reality since birth and you've adapted to it, I have so much empathy for you. You know, ladies, just being overweight is traumatic. We brushed all that stuff aside and that's the important stuff. And there now is an easy way to do it. You don't have to talk about it because we go after the feeling and where it is and we find it and we biohack it and it's gone. It's gone and we can get a whole movie at one time. Not just one scene. We can get an entire movie of the same scenes in one session. One session. So this is Missy. Drink your water, work out, call Aroma Freedom Clinic, message us. Come on, get on board. Life can be amazing. There is a better way. But if you're repeating anything else that's been done in the past, then you're repeating the past. This is new. There's a reason why it's new. And it's because it connects you to the authentic you. So stop repeating what's been done in the past and start living your life today. Contact me today. Contact one of my practitioners or we can't help you. I can talk until I'm blue in the face, but when it comes down to it, it's up to you, my friend. So this is Missy. Bye for now.